Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. What a weekend. I left town to go mm-hmm. to my niece's graduation, but I still couldn't escape Taylor Swift and all the craziness <laughs> that was happening here with the mix and everyone that went to the show. Like you went on Friday night. Friday night, night one, and it was incredible. Like the energy in that stadium and people knew every cue. Like they knew the song leading up to when she would come out okay. and, and like they knew when to respond. It was just insane. Like I have never witnessed such a superstar in my whole life. And you know, I've been at many concerts. You've gone to a lot of shows. Now, how many, how many tears did you see at that show? So I was actually sitting next to one of our promotions assistants who is a huge Swifty, Mary Alice and what was rewarding for me was seeing her ball like during the (laughs) whole show like every time she would come out she'd look over and like tears would be running down her face and I'm like that might be better than the show just seeing (laughs) how much of an impact she had. But like you were also around teenagers I was. I was around (laughs) teenagers they were screaming as well and I was at my niece's graduation. She graduated high school so congratulations to her and Nice. The class of 2023, um, and this was in Palm Springs, so that's mm-hmm. why I probably look like a lobster right I now. Was I was gonna, <laughs> I didn't call it out, but I'm like, did you not use some SPF over there? Look, I did. I used SPF 30. All right, and that's oh, still no. not enough. I need like SPF 50, especially if Are I'm you in kidding? like. I use like 70 on my face. You need like 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially in that Palm Springs like heat because it was just hot. But uh, no, we had a graduation party at her place and uh, with her mom and all that kind of stuff, and it was great. But it's also when you're there, I was like put to work. It was like. It was immediately right when I get there and I was on a balloon duty. I don't hey, know at you, least they trust you with the duty. <laughs> like not in charge of food, but the I was balloons. not in charge of food. There was catering for food, but I didn't realize how. Like when I was when I took on the job of the balloonist, uh, I don't know if that's an actual word, but um, I didn't realize how much real time goes into it and how much like your finger. <laughs> will will fall off from having to tie so many balloons, blow them up, and then make this like arch thing, one of those like arch uh, balloon the balloon things. arches, yeah. yeah. So no, it was it was a good time. So if anyone needs a a balloonist, I, I'm here. I don't charge that much. <laughs> it's McCabe and Jenny with the all new afternoon mix. And you might be wondering why this is called Who's the Bobo Head? Because they wouldn't approve Who's the m- Who's the Bobo Who's the Bobo Head? Oh, Jenny, on Friday morning, I'm going to uh, Midway and I get uh, I, I order a car and I had, mm-hmm. I think I had like one of the most irritated rideshare drivers. Really? Uh, yeah. When I got into the car, first off, he when, when we started driving, he uh, pointed out that he hates it when people say, "Is this my Uber?" <laughs> like when you because when you go up to a, a car, you know, is this my Uber? You know, is this for McCabe or whatever like that? Oh, he hates when because I do that all the time. I'm like for I, Jenny. Yeah, I do oh, that crap. all the time. And apparently, I don't know if it's a thing or if it's just with him, but that that set the tone for the rest of the drive. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a long 30 minutes. Yeah. And he was telling me uh, some of the things that irritates him as a driver. And he pointed out the story of he was taking this woman to the airport. And uh, obviously you have your apps and, and the apps can tell you times on things. Yeah. And he, she simply just said, hey, sir, you know how much time until we get to the airport? And he looked back at her and said, ma'am, you have the app. Okay, it'll, it'll tell you the time. <laughs> I have to pay attention to the road. And I'm just like, gosh, this guy is just, he gets angry over everything. So I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, I, I know we can look down at our phone, and yes, it does say you have like 20 minutes left on uh, on your drive, but I don't know. I just think sometimes you're used to asking a driver you know, or just someone how much time is left. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm in a cab or something like that, 
I'll ask those questions. So I kind of thought he was definitely a bobo head for not just saying how much time, like causing more of an issue. Yeah, yeah. of an issue that doesn't need to be caused. I mean, if I was him, I would just simply be like, there's 15 minutes left at like the app says, but I'm kind of going to give it to him. Like, I agree. You've got the app. It shows you exactly where you are on the route. It shows you the time left. If he's trying to focus on Chicago traffic, I don't blame him. Like, looking at your phone can get distracting. But then I'm like, you kind of are looking at it to navigate unless he's one of those drivers that knows exactly where he's going. He doesn't no, he, have to. he had his phone, like, placed up there to navigate. And I had my phone in my pocket. At this point, I wasn't going to ask him <laughs> how much time. I already know that that's going to set him off. But, I mean, if you're going to the airport and you have your phone maybe packed away or you put it away... I just don't, I think it's a, just a common question to ask how much time is left to get to the airport, which is why, I mean, I didn't call him the bobo head in the car because I, I wanted to make it to the airport. But in this situation, like who is the bobo head? Is it the person driving and not uh, wanting to give you how much time mm. is left? Or is it the passenger for, yes, you can look at your phone and it'll tell you the time. Okay. The passenger is the bobo head for asking because now forgive me because I'm a teacher and it's my last day of school, but you're sitting in the back of the car going, I we there yet? Like a stupid five-year-old. Like, <laughs> and you'll get there when you get there. I, I, I get that, but sometimes I'm daydreaming out the window what? and I just kind of casually could be like, hey, you know how much time is left till we get to the airport? Well, do you want the driver to be daydreaming out the window while he's driving you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, I do think like it takes no effort to reach in your pocket and look yourself. <laughs> Bobo head. <laughs> <laughs> he got like one star. That's what he's getting. One star. I, well, I wouldn't have been that rude about it. I would have, like I said, just have said, oh, it's 15 more minutes. And you know what? It also shows you on your app where we are on the route and how much time there is left. Like then kind about it. Yeah, but... I think I think that is a great way to do it. You could do it in a kind manner. But he was just he wanted <laughs> to cause like some sort of tension in the car. You could tell by the way, because I think he was getting sort of like pleasure out of it. What? Yes. I he mean, was enjoying He was enjoying because he, he had, I mean, this is just one of many stories on this 30 minute Uber drive <laughs> to, the, to the airport. But uh, yeah, I was just kind of off by that one on uh, how he just got so upset by asking how much time is left on the Uber. Well, let us know who you think is a Bobo Hut. Is it the driver or is it the passenger? I'm on the passenger side. I mean, dude, you're in, he's, he's in the customer service business. That's a good point. The customer service part, you got to take care of the customer. You want, you want to get any stars on your rating? Okay, <laughs> well then be nice. The driver's a bobo head. <laughs> Kevin, who's the bobo head? It is a, a double bobo head on the driver. Not only is he supposed to, you know, the Uber app tells you to ask who your driver is. That was your first problem in the car. Then the second one is, if he wants a tip, he better be polite to these people and ask them for what they want. Oh, I'm sure he didn't get a tip, but... I- I, I mean, I, I do get that it is uh, on your app. Yeah, but it's a double bobo head on his part. What are your thoughts? One, let's put in this in this scenario. What if the driver, what if the guest that was in there was getting a ride from their parents or somebody else? They don't have the app. I so didn't even think about know? that. That's a good That's a good Ooh. point. I think it's a good one, too. I mean, my sister came up with it. She's right next to me. That's I love that you're my- thinking of now scenarios, too. <laughs> Ben, who's the bobo head? Me, my Uber, so I'm always asking, oh, how much time is left till I get home? What if you were the one he was talking about? I mean, now, now you're making me question myself. I'm like, is this guy yelling at me and I don't even know it? The rideshare driver is the bobo head. Hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're... 
asking for, for a friend. friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's asking for a friend with McCabe and Jenny. And you can ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. Yeah, we do. Uh, someone texted us. What do you never cheap out on even when you're broke? Asking for a friend. Mine is even when I don't have the extra spending money, I have to get my nails done because I hate doing them myself. Like I know I could just probably go to the drugstore and grab those press-on nails, the stick-on or, or... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just even doing myself, but like they always get messed up. I like forget. I touch things and I don't know how to do dip manicures. So I always have to have them done professionally. Like I just hate you, doing You'll nails. never clip your own like nails at home and then maybe just do like uh, paint them some color. I don't know. Whatever you, I will whatever clip you do my own nails, but they do more than just clip them. Like they polish that. If, especially when you do, you probably don't even know what a dip manicure is. I don't even know what the, <laughs> it sounds like nachos. Are they going to dip some stuff? I'll, no. take, I'll take some. Yeah. It's like nail polish that lasts like for three weeks. Like it's like hard. It's on there. You don't have to worry about doing them like every few days. So your eyes are just. I your, am. I I'm like, them. what is? And like, this is why you're always going and like spending money at these places. I know. Well, I mean, it's worth it because it does last a while, but it's just so expensive. And I'm like, I really shouldn't be doing this, but I got to do it. You got to keep up. I mean, your your look, right? It's like a part of the. It's part of the look. The yeah, image. Let's just say your that. image. Um, exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's right. I don't want people looking down at my hands like, Ugh. oh gosh. I, mean, <laughs> I get like that yours. all the like. If you look at mine right now, man. <laughs> I need to dip them in something. I like. don't. <laughs> but isn't there something that you, even when you're broke, you're like, all right. I think I still will always find an excuse. Like I like uh, sneakers. I do like shoes. Oh. Like, like uh, I'm a Vans Converse guy. And sometimes if if they go with a certain shirt or there's an event coming yeah. up, I like to have like, you know, some cool sneakers. You are. You're that person that has to have like a specific outfit for an event. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like you, uh, Lollapalooza last year, I had like my black hoodie. We had some pink in it. So then I got some pink Converse yeah. that I had to go with it, even you're though like, I, I was broke and I was, probably, <laughs> I was borrowing money from you. So, I mean, I, I will still find a way even when, you know, I'm pushing pennies to, to make it happen. Well, well, make us feel better. What do you never cheap out on, even when you're broke? Call us up and let us know. Uh, Starbucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all could be broke and still have to make a Starbucks run. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm also with you, Jenny, because I get my nails done, I get the dip, but I still have to have my... Uh my Starbucks uh, hazelnut latte. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? When you hold that Starbucks cup, your nails are going to look better because you got them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to be borrowing That's money for the rest of the week. <laughs> now, you do the dip? Um, I do the dip, but I just recently started something called a hybrid gel. What is the hyper gel? Hybrid. Oh, hybrid. Hyper or hybrid? Uh, hybrid. They squeeze it 
it out like it's coming out of a toothpaste tube. They put a little bit on each nail, and it has the color in it. Oh. Jenny's writing this down. I'm looking this up right now. I'm like, great, now I'm going to be more broke. <laughs> right. I mean, actually, from where I go, which is nowhere near the city, but um, it's actually cheaper than the dip, and it's faster. I mean, honestly, are people really paying that close attention to your nails? Maybe not when they are done, but if you don't have them done, you've got disgusting nails. Like, I feel like your bosses are seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> mine? What do you think of mine? A scale of 1 to 10. Yeah, don't show anybody that. <laughs> I think mine needs like a like a chainsaw or something. You bite like, those, or are those just no, naturally your hangnails. Natural, they're just okay. naturally disgusting. They're just naturally <laughs> gross. That's how I uh, I keep them, you know, all natural. But maybe I'll try the high hyper loop hyper gel. I'll bring you to get a manicure because my husband, I've got him into them. So oh, <laughs> they just like oh, basically Aaron. cut his hangnails and they don't polish them, but they fix whatever he's got going on. So okay, well I'm learning today. A uh, hybrid gel and the dip. Two there things you go. I have never known about, and now I am so much smarter. <laughs> the Afternoon Mix, Deal Breaker Drama. And Alec, you actually have a pretty specific deal breaker. So this literally yesterday it was a deal breaker that because uh, I work 1 p.m. to 10 p.m., and the other person works uh, 9 to 5 remote from home, and that kind of puts a dagger in the whole uh, starting up the dating thing with this person. So I was curious if that's a deal breaker for other people of uh, work schedule. Mm. You know, that was not a deal breaker for me. That's actually a similar situation uh, with my last relationship, my seven-year relationship. Wow. Actually, actually, that and my five-year relationship. Both of them you made doing opposite work schedules? Opposite work schedules because uh, my former job, I was on the radio at night. I was a, okay. a nighttime person. Um, so I'd go to work around four and then I'd be off after midnight. And both mm-hmm. of them, they had like, one had a nine to five job and the other had kind of like a 10 to six job. So we uh, we wouldn't see each other until after midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the girls I was dating at the time, um, she was great. Like after midnight, we'd all be hanging out. Uh, we would have food. I probably gained a bunch of weight because I would eat just like <laughs> too much. If I, I was eating like five o'clock meals at like midnight, 1 a.m. Um, but we would just like make time either after I was off of work or before she went to work, we would have like, you know, the coffee type of hangout. Um, and then during the day, obviously you'd be texting each other type of thing. Well, in the beginning of the dating, like before you made it to year one, yeah. how did you start that? Is that what you do? Go on coffee dates and then do late night dinners? Late night dinners. It would be like weekend. I would like you okay. meet and go out on the weekend. And that's kind of how I would, you know, meet someone. And then, uh, and I mean, at first it would always start exciting and cool. And then I, I, I for some reason I would always kind of, uh, jinx myself because it would be going great. But then I'm like, the demise of my relationships at times are because I work nights. So it was hard, but I did make it through. Like it wasn't a deal breaker okay. uh, for me to have those relationships. So I think you can still find time. I see that Alec, you know, he said that uh, one to 10 o'clock, uh, one of them works and the other is nine to five. I mean, 10 o'clock, that's still relatively early. You could get together for a date night after 10 o'clock. Well, it sounds like some sleep will have to be sacrificed, but call us up. How should Alec deal with opposite work schedules. Do you have a similar uh, situation? 312-233-1019. Ryan, would that be a deal breaker for you? Really? You can't like be flexible with your schedule? Like you, if you want to find, some, if you want to see somebody, you make the time. You figure it out. That's not a deal breaker. I mean, that's somebody why in, in my relationships, I've done that. I've worked nights and I've dated people who have worked during the day and we either just meet up super late at night, sometimes early if I can get up, but or the weekends or you text each other and call each other. Exactly. And then it makes it even that much more special when you do get to hang out because time is valuable. Okay. You're so you're saying it can work and you just got to find the time. You got to make it. I think it absolutely can work. And if anybody were to say that's no deal breaker, 
then that ain't the relationship for them. They got to. And I mean, everyone has their deal breakers. That's why we like to, you know, take it on at 312-233-1019. But you and your husband, Aaron, I mean, you didn't always have like same schedules. I mean, you kind of had to work through that as well, right? Yeah, he used to work overnights, but that was something that started later in the relationship. I mean, there was a time when I was dating and I worked overnights and the person worked nights. So we weren't completely off schedule, but one of us had to sacrifice our sleep to which usually was me. <laughs> so sorry. But yeah, like you, we would spend mornings together. Now, Aaron's case, when he worked overnights, that was really hard, but just like Ryan said, like you find the time in little ways, like maybe I would spend his lunch breaks with him or there would be like something during the workday that we would have to make work with each other. Yeah, that's a good point. I remember uh, I dated a girl who worked at a coffee shop and I would meet over there, get some coffee. Um, other times they would stop by the studio and we would like have food in the studio and just have dinner and catch up. So I think for Alec, I mean, maybe that's why everyone has their own deal breakers. But I, again, you find the time. If I can make it through a five-year relationship <laughs> and a seven-year relationship, um, I mean, they ended, but we both had opposite it schedules. It schedules. Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> if I can kind of make it work, you can make it work. Would that be a deal breaker for you? Well, it might be a really good relationship because we would, would hardly see each other. So then you'd appreciate the time together. See, exactly. You wouldn't have to see him every day, all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, this is great. This is the perfect relationship. <laughs> Alec called us and said that he's been dating someone who works 9 to 5 remotely, but he's got a 1 to 10 work shift. Is that a deal breaker for you, having an opposite work schedule? Um, I have not ever done that. I was married with opposite schedules, and it was not a deal breaker. I liked it. <laughs> now, I was going to say, so, I mean, do you actually enjoyed that because it was more special when you actually got together? Right, exactly. So what would your advice be to Alec, who's trying to date someone with an opposite work schedule? I would tell Alex just to try it for a while and see if you can find at least one or two quality evenings a week together and see how it works from there. Hi, who's this? This is Susie. Hey, Susie. Are you familiar with Trends in 10? I am. All right. We're going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic. And when you do so today, you are getting our four-pack of tickets to Summerfest. Hi. Susie, as you know, the big news of the weekend was Taylor Swift performing at Soldier Field. I mean, are you a fan? Were you trying to get tickets? I didn't try to get tickets, but I love her music. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, McCabe's the biggest Swifty I know. I was I was one of the biggest, <laughs> and I'm so sad I was uh, out of town for this one. Well, you missed a lot. I went Friday night, so I missed what happened last night, which apparently she swallowed a bug on stage last night mm. when she was wrapping up her Eras tour. Did you hear about this, Susie? I did not. I didn't even notice the bugs when I was there Friday night, but she said when she was there last night, there's so many bugs, there's one thousand of them. <laughs> uh, so. They're fans as well. <laughs> right? I just can't imagine performing in front of over 60,000 people and just choke on a bug. But Susie, I would like to know, can you name 10 other foods that you could swallow in 10 seconds? Did you say food? Foods that you can swallow, yes. Yeah, like a bug, you know, <laughs> delicious foods. Oh, okay. All right, we'll give okay. you a countdown in three, three two, two, one, go. Hamburger, hot dog, spaghetti, um, Cake, uh, brownies, ice cream, uh, diet coke, coke, sprite, waffles. Woo! Yes! All right! <laughs> coke, 
waffles. Oh, much better than a bug. There you go, Susie. Well, you didn't make it to Taylor, but you are making it to some Summerfest. Yeah. He's got a four-pack of tickets. Wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, very welcome. And, you know, I was walking over at Navy Pier the uh, the other weekend to go to the fireworks. Yeah. And I always seem to run into those, like, those gnats. It's like those that huge group of them. And, and I got, like, one in my mouth, one in my eye. Ew. Like, so I, I can relate to Taylor Swift. Yeah, by the <laughs> except you're not as well, uh, look, big of a superstar. It's the same thing. Okay. Okay, I didn't have 60,000 people there, uh-huh. but still, I, there was some people at the crosswalk, and they saw me do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> same person, yeah. But uh, we'll be back with more Summerfest tickets tomorrow, 505 Trends yeah. in 10. All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on Air. I'm at Jenny V on Air. And also, get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on at 2?